right through back ear to the beat. Ear to the beat. Uh, first one for twenty twenty. Uh, kicking off twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Hell yeah. Shit. Uh, it's been a minute. You know, we um, a- ended the year pretty uh, abruptly. Yeah. <laughs> End of footy season. Yeah, damn. It's like, oh man, a lot well, of shit happened in that, in that space. But like, um, this year has started in, in a fucking in a crazy way. Like just uh, what two weeks in, and and um, Connor made his comeback. Oh yeah, shit. Forty second. KO, yeah, TKO, and Cerrone, goddamn, yeah, tough, he, tough man, yeah, yeah, and yeah. No, nobody else is gonna do that in forty seconds. Yeah, he friggin' did it with the the shoulder, kill him with the yeah, shoulders. Yeah, yeah, Holy yeah. shit, they smashed his nose. Yep, and that first exchange too, like um, when Cerrone dro- oh, when 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 Cerrone um you know ducks down, looks like he's gonna go for the takedown or whatever. Yeah. Or he's evading a strike, and then kind uh, of pulled in that cheeky shot, yeah. the kick, or hit him with his with knee or thigh or whatever. Yeah, that sort of rocked him back a little bit, and then in the clinch, not not expecting that shoulder to be pumping your nose, just belting him. Mm. Oh, I've I've seen um, yeah the shoulder coming into it a bit more these days. Oh hell yeah, and it's so hard to defend against. Yep, like yep. your hands are tied down. Yep. So I mean. Shit. And um legal shots. Oh hell yeah, it's all legal. Yeah. It's a good sort of um it's sort of like the you know how um John Jones or you know, a lot of sort of uh kick striking sort of fighters would try um hit the top of the kneecap, you know, and um hyperflex your fucking knee. Yeah. What's the fucking word? Yeah. But yeah, um, it, it seems like that sort of tactics on the on the in the clinch, like anything you can get through, like the stomp on the foot, anything like that. But that's a bit more effective when it's rattling someone's head, and they're not fucking. Expecting. It's straight up as mm. well. Yep, like yep. yeah, if they're not expecting that, then yeah. you can get a couple good ones in before they know what's happening. Yep, and especially it, it's scoring as well, even if it's not doing that. It's um yeah. Like those little taps that they do when they're on the ground, but um, yeah, awesome, effective, fucking style. Yeah, and crazy fucking comeback. Yeah, and that's um Holly Holm. She has she got to win as well. Yeah, I missed that fight. Yeah, bloody um, what's her name? Uh, Raquel Pennington. Mm-hmm. Um, she's yeah. pretty tough. Like well, she's not. Yeah, um, Holm just like was belting dominant. her. Yeah. yeah, right, right. That would have been good to see. Yeah, because Holmes is one of those fighters, eh? Like, um, uh, it's only a matter of time before she gets another title shot. And maybe, like, um, you know, Misha Tate, how she fought Rousey so many times for that belt and lost. And then, um, and she was the one that beat Holly Holmes to fucking get that belt, finally. And that wouldn't have been an easy fight. Because they're both strikers. Mm-hmm. Misha Tate is a fucking deadly striker. Yeah, and that was the thing in the fight today. My Pennington just just couldn't yeah, cop it with the striking. Yep, yeah, yeah. High-level fucking yeah. shit. Yeah. And then, yeah, got to the clinch, and then she was just way stronger in the clinch too. Just, yeah. You can see it in the way that um, Holmes walks around, eh? Like, she walks around 
Solid as fuck. Oh, just really strong back. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I reckon. Posture yeah. is on point. Yeah. Fucking, yeah, like. And efficient with her movement too, like, fuck. And, like, um, it'd be crazy to see a fight between her and, um, like, uh, uh, you know, you know, Nunez now, like, really build that fight. Are they in the same weight still? Well, if, if I reckon that she's probably the only one that can fucking contest her. Because she's knocked out Cyborg. She just took care of fucking... Um, fuck, who was it? Just, just uh, not too recent. Uh, big fighter. Anyway, like, you, 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 she's no joke. Amanda Nunez, she's like... You know, they're calling her the, the best ever. Like, overtaking Ronda Rousey already. Right, yeah, yeah. And that's deserving. Like, two belts... It's Conor McGregor shit, um, DC shit. Yeah, so fucking, um, that was pretty big. Um, yeah, speaking of belts, it's awesome to see a, uh, another belt in Australia or a, a belt Hell back yeah, in Volkanovski. Australia. Fuck yeah. Far out. And taking on Max Holloway like that with doing what Max Holloway does. Max Holloway outworks everybody. Max Holloway throws punches in bunches. Like, he's that dude, that old-school dude yeah, that yeah. just fucking non-stop too. Now, now it looks like, yeah, Volkanovski is the man. Like, well, fuck. He's going to be there for a while. Yep, yep. Like, his cardio there, like, in the last rounds, and he, was, he had a broken hand, and in the last rounds, he was still quick, still, still had sting in those shots, and, um... You know, Max Holloway, fucking hats off to him. He he still brought it fucking the whole way. And, and um, yeah, like, it was just one of those fights. Like, fuck. Like, they were talking to each other in the ring and shit. Like, because, um, bruh, Volkanovski was pumping him with leg shots. Like, absolutely pumping him with leg shots. And it was hurting him, hurting um, Holloway. And one of those kicks... Um, Max puts everything into it, and it fucking hurts him. Hurts Max. I mean, hurts uh, Alex uh, Volkanovski. And um, yeah, Max laughs at him like that one hurt you, <laughs> like that sort of shit. Like yeah, that's yeah. a fight. Like yeah, that yeah. fucking shit is is. Well, it is just goes to show it's a sport. It's not like they hate each other and they want to rip each other's heads off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but but like, like they're training to. Like to win a fight, yeah, yeah, yeah. fighting is the gladiator sport. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and you're leaving everything out there, yeah. and that that's um, I mean, and that's why I I fucking um, you know, get pipe pumped on that shit because like um, it's like rugby league, you know, when you get to play rep footy, you you're playing rep footy against the best uh, with the best people in your area. Yeah. So when you go back to club or school, you're playing against your, your rep teammates. Yep. And you want to one-up each other all yeah. the time. So you're pushing each other to the max. Yeah, so everybody's getting better. Yeah, yeah. And like, um, and that was one of those fights where like you can tell both fighters got so much out of that fucking fight. And um, like fucking pumping each other. And well, how long do you reckon Max Holloway retires? Like. Well, he's still young. Like, he's still only 24 or 25 or something. Really? But he's young as fuck. Holy shit. He's just had a long reign. Like, that's like why he's the fucking man. Been in it. Holy crap. 
Yeah, bro. So that's he's why like he was the laughing new, at he's the He's a new Donald Cerrone. Yeah, well, fuck, bro. Yeah, like he's, he's a new cowboy. He's, he's, he's going to break records. Yeah. Um, and 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 he even has the opportunity because he's tall. Yeah, like yeah. Like he was he was a big fucking um, featherweight. Like he could go to lightweight. Oh, easy. easy. Yeah. Well, he went up to lightweight. Yeah, for that belt. Yeah. But, but holy shit, Poirier just dusted. Yeah, but yeah, because Poirier is fucking naturally. But he's lightweight and above that, yeah. so. Poirier draw, uh, cuts to get to fucking lightweight. Um, Holloway just... Yeah, doesn't cut. Yeah. Doesn't have to... So the muscle ratio is different. Yeah. But, you know... Us, yeah, well, trying to build it in, yeah, six yeah. months yeah, yeah. is yeah, big ask. But and, and that's probably what it was. Because I think that's what it was with um, Dillashaw, TJ Dillashaw. He cut too much weight to fight Henry Cejudo. They should have made a catch weight. Um, yeah, like fuck that. That's that. That's crazy. And you're sort of depleted if you're not rehydrating properly. You're fucking not fighting at your best. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. that's 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 fucked. Well, that's when you know that's not your weight class. Like, like Whitaker. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's it. Like Gastelum, all of those guys, like they're cutting hard to get to middleweight. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, like, and, and fucking, so they have got strength, these dudes. Because they could be light heavies. Um, Anderson Silver went back and forth, light heavy and fucking middle. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, many of fighters back then, and middle, between middle and light heavy. That's why it was so exciting. But now it's just like people really trying to hone their fucking weight class. Well, there's so many as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many fighters now. Mm-hmm. So and imagine trying ones. to fight everybody in every weight division. Yeah, you, you would be. Yeah, it would be four fights a year, nonstop. Yeah, but five how fights. crazy would it be if yeah. fucking um, Adesanya fought um, MVP? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Or Leon know. Edwards and shit. Like that. Well, that would be Adesanya versus. Um, oh no, he's welterweight. Who? I was thinking, um, friggin. He just beat more Rory McDonald, uh, Doug Lima, Douglas Lima from Bellator. Oh yeah. He's the um, yeah, the welterweight champ. Yeah. Yeah, but he'd yeah he'd probably be able to fucking jump. Yeah, like fucking um, cross cross promotional fighting. Like boxing. Well, they've done that. They've done a um, some some weight, some dude in UFC. He has a Bellator belt also. No, it wouldn't be concurrent. It was yeah. They they did it at one fight. They would have made a fucking massive thing. Yeah, because um, there's plenty of fighters that are being um, UFC belt winners and then go get dropped to Bellator and then win that belt or win the Bellator first and then go up to UFC. Even bare knuckle. Some ex-UFC fucking champs are winning bare knuckle belts. Oh, yeah. Um, well, um, oh, Cyborg um, has got the belt in Bellator now. What? Chris Cyborg? Yeah. She got dumped from UFC, went yeah, straight yeah. over. But she's getting... Oh, maybe that's one... I think... It, Maybe it was one FC. 
Anyway, she's getting fucking million dollar fights. No, I think she's going to Bellator, yeah. Oh, I must have been tripping. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, because that pro- cross-promotional shit would be fucking it. Not with boxing. So that, even that went to show how much money um, Floyd could fucking bring in. Yeah, yeah. Well, him and Conor McGregor, big names to... Oh, fuck Only it. them two really could have gotten that pay oh, packet. Bro, Floyd Mayweather... Is the highest paid a- athlete in the last decade. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's getting like 100 million a year, like just from a fight. Mm. <coughs> like, fuck Plus pay per view points or whatever. Mm. So. But that fucking um, boxing fight, that was a big payday for both. The um, Pacquiao fight, that was a big payday for Mayweather. Fucking massive one. Yeah. Oh, and for Pacquiao. Pacquiao's going to be fucking president of fucking... Philippines. One day. For sure. Yeah, well, they need him. Seems like a pretty good fella. But that's what fucking... um. That's what fucking... Promoting and fucking business can teach you away, like, and sport. Yeah. Like, fucking... People can talk all they want about fucking uh, Mayweather's intelligence. Oh, Cyborg's gone for the oh, world title. She's fighting for the belt straight up. Yeah, She'll win that. Bruh, so have you noticed how many fighters have actually fell off since USADA? Oh, yeah. Like, that's fucking crazy. Or they jump to different promotions. That yeah. Aren't as or they're just out there. They're just like, like oh, did you watch this? Nah. Oh, Fedor just belted him, eh? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Because he's a weapon. Russian fucking madman. Oh, yeah. Page. Yeah, because Bellator, that's still fucking... Um, a big promotion, but Australia MMA is that small of a fucking niche here at the moment that UFC or the top dog is the only thing that's fucking rolling. Yeah, because what in um, Bellator here we got the so Ryan Bader, he's fucking yeah, he's a killer. He's yeah. a light heavyweight champ. Yep. Uh, Julia Budd, so um, yeah, he yeah, was Cyborg's UFC. fighting her. So Doug Lima, he's the welterweight champ. Yeah, he's um, yeah, he's a bloody weapon. Yeah. Rafael, I watched this Rafael Lovato win that belt. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, man! Ten and zero, fuck, he's all. He like yeah, ten and zero, and the Bellator champ. Like that's how good this follower is. Like he had that many amateur fights. And yeah, he's just like, yeah, all right, I'm gonna go. Bloody, and he's a um, bloody jujitsu turned striker, so he's still learning to strike, but yeah, Fuck. he's still bloody real good. Hmm. And yeah, he's got the the swollen knuckle jujitsu sort of, right. yeah, so building meat on those hands to bloody start punching. And yeah, Patricio Pitbull, who's a friggin', his name says it all, Pitbull. 
Fucking up. He's a good buddy. Water. Um, the women's uh, bare knuckle champ, uh, Rowdy Beck, Beck Rawlings. She's a oh, Brizzy, yeah. she's a Brizzy chick. Yeah, um, yeah. So she she signed to Bellator. Oh right. Yeah. She's bare knuckle champ. She fucking um. Look how many fighters they got. Yeah, fuck yeah, big roster. A lot of those are ex um UFC as well. Oh, because they've got um. Yeah, all the sort of promotions, but it's directly affiliated with Bellator. So they've got MMA, yeah, um, yeah. boxing, Muay Thai, and shit. Yeah, and because yeah. um, that's what um John uh John Wayne Parr was fighting. Yeah, yeah, like uh, Benson Henderson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was champ. Yeah, for a while. Yeah, rampage. Yeah. <coughs> Yeah, Holy that's a big-ass fucking roster. Yeah, Bobby Lashley is. He should do more fights. King Mo is a um, yeah, real good wrestler. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he don't need him, though. Fuck, it was crazy, the fight between Usman and Covington, eh? Like, they're both high-level wrestlers, but that whole fight was just striking. And fucking high-level striking. Like, fuck me. That was a big game. Oh, and Machida. Yeah, yeah. And Shinzo Machida as well. Yeah, man. This keeps going. Yeah, Liam McGeary, he was a good... He, I'm not sure if he's still fighting. But oh, he got done for juicing. And that's what... He, it w- he won just recently too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's one of the fighters that uh, Mark Hunt took... Um, UFC to court for. Oh, right. Because he fought... He just Frank fought... Frank Mir juiced. Roy Nelson, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Mark Hunt fought Frank Mir juiced. Brock Lesnar juiced. Um, Bigfoot juiced. Fuck Really? Yep. What did he need to for? Fucking... No. Not big enough. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the true. Just, you know, he just wants to fight Nelson... Yeah. 23 and 18 but yeah. fuck it just get out there and do it fight anybody yeah Michael Page 17 and 1 yeah I think that was against Doug Weimer did you see that? yeah 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 I, d- I didn't see the fight I saw the highlights they're back rolling right Brisbane. Look at that. Hell it's yeah. good to see. But you got to get that left side up more. Oh yeah, for sure. But that's um why she got dropped from UFC. All oh, right. Because yeah, bare knuckles aren't gonna. They're not going to count bare knuckle wins and losses. Because mm. it's MMA. Yeah, yeah. But 
But um, yeah, so we we're just talking about how Val Home, I uh, don't, yeah, Val Home's going to the bloody Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, he's yeah. um, yep, yeah. I've been watching um a lot of Townsville News. Yeah, all oh, right. Fucking, yeah, because that's where you get the fucking Cowboys news. We get there that. Um, yeah, because fucking, ever since he's come, man, it's 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 just he's a money maker for them. So fucking um. Yeah, he's slotted in pretty well at fullback. And so Drinkwater now has fucking pushed to 5'8". Yeah, oh, so, right. Um, well, yeah, he'll just do like a Cameron Munster. Just yep, get yep. the ball, run, f- make holes, pass the ball. Yep. And yeah. Issa Masters now out there. Yeah, um, just hanging off him every hole he plays. Yep. Yeah. And he's got... um. Uh, fuck, I keep forgetting his name. Kotchik, uh, fuck, he came from the Broncos last year. He's pretty good too in the centres there. Yeah. Justin O'Neill's going to be on the wing, mm-hmm. um, getting some form back. Um, but I can't wait to see Michael Morgan play with Val Home. Did O'Neill have the whole season off last year? Oh, so he fucking broke his spleen. Oh, right. Yeah. So he had a serious injury. Yeah, yeah. That's right, just he's just one of those athletes, though, eh? Oh, fuck. It's just like, well, I've he's got fit enough to do anything and yep. he's got enough skills to just go out there and do it. So. Yeah, and a mindset to fucking come back from yeah. that shit. He's, he's part of that eight straight dynasty for fucking Maroons. Yeah. You can't take that away from him. Yeah. Um, fucking, so he's like, a, he's a, he's a uh, pressure fucking player. Yeah. And a big, big fucking player. Yeah. yeah. And he came from the Melbourne system. Um, he was there when we won the grand final. So him on one side, and friggin', um, who's the kicker again? Yeah, Felty. And Felt on the other side. Felt is a fucking killer, but yeah. he's always going to stay on the wing because he's one of the best finishers in the league. Yeah, yeah. Like, hands down. So you've got bloody, yeah, two good finishers now on either side. Yep. So that's... And fucking Val at the back. Mm-hmm. He's a fucking... And, oh, um, and drink water at... 5'8", too. Yeah, so fuck yeah. Running 5'8". Yeah. And it actually frees us up to have Asiata as a ball playing forward, which is oh, what well, we needed. Just, oh, yeah. Tom Alolo's Tom Alolo's going to stay low. But yeah. a ball playing second row or a ball playing forward that comes in. Mm. Um, yeah, and... As long as you tell him never to kick it, he's yeah, fine. Fuck. He should be fine. Yeah, that's it. Don't, yeah, don't let it touch your foot. Yeah. Even when you play the ball. Hey. But yeah, uh, uh, Michael Morgan and, and Val Holmes, like, bro, they're um, fucking brother-in-law. Like, they're fucking... Oh, right. Yeah, yeah that's pretty close. So that fucking connection between a f- halfback and a fullback is pretty fucking important. Yeah. They both got good kicking games. Um, well, so does Granville. Oh, for sure. So For sure. Yeah. But Granville... That's, that's um, Bond just going to be crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. a lot of people didn't fucking... Or don't take into consideration... Um, the reason why it's so hard to do back-to-back. Because you win a grand final, you're fucking... You've played... Only you and one team have played longer in the whole season. But you've just won, so you're celebrating like crazy, and then you hit preseason. Like, 
spot. Yeah, and, and pre-season then, matters, yeah. Yep, and then you're off overseas to play um, World Club Challenge. Yep. And then Preston. everyone's playing rep 40. Yep, and then you come back, yep, and then there's like um, fucking nines, and then there's fucking all-stars, and then there's fucking pre-season games, and then you play that whole season, and you have to back up a fucking grand final. Yeah, yeah. So Cowboys won 2015 grand final. Um, made, you know, did, you know, made the finals in 2016. Um, 2017, um, we lost fucking, oh yeah, 2017, we made the finals again. Oh no, no, yeah, you made the finals again. Um, but you know, knocked out through the rounds, and then two thousand eighteen, um, you know, losing all of these big players, and still managing to make the grand final. Um, and then two thousand and nineteen was just fucking flat as shit, and everyone was like, "Who the fuck are the Cowboys?" Like, it's like you, you're burning these players out. And a player like Granville, he just seemed like one of those players that were fucking burnt out. Because at the start, Cook was almost shaping his game behind Granville. You know, Granville had the running game to the to point. He could pick out lazy forwards. Um, he could pick out uh, over-eager centre, chip over the top. He Too many things he could read. And then you could tell, like, he was just going through the motions last year. Still doing, having really good patches, but just seemed like he was going through the motions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we went through Baptiste, and yeah, that didn't that didn't work out. But yeah, Roosters did the uh, the, the back to back. But yeah, so <coughs> Roosters that goes to show what sort of system. Mm. Oh, well, yeah, and the sa- well, the sacrifices the team has to go through. Yeah, well, it, it all fell apart at the end of the two years, but I mean, they held it together for the two years yep. to a- achieve that outcome. Yep, and then like, well, everybody's going to chase more money or different sorts of contracts, so they yep. get a bit more freedom to do whatever they want or whatever. And yeah, also and too, because well, that's up. Well, yeah, but they had a two, they probably had a two-year plan. Yeah. And they executed the plan and With then cronk. just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. a two-year cronk plan. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that is. Like, that's fucking... And that Kunzi is a scientist. He's and a fucking scientist. Yeah, and they did the first grand final with a broken bloody... Scapula. Yeah, scapula. Yeah, yeah. And holy crap. Yep. And, and that goes to show how important a fucking coach on the field is. Or having a proper captain is. Um, yeah, yeah. So, like, I- and you get instances like the Cowboys, like you're losing Scott and Thurston to big injury. Or, like, 2016, we lost Thurston for a while after Origin. Remember? Um, he did his shoulder in the first Origin and then missed the rest of the year. Um, and then, yeah, like... It, in the last three years, Scott's, you know, probably played like uh, three quarters of one year all up, you know. 
It's like it's crazy the amount of toll that it, it puts. Oh, the strain on someone's body. Yeah. Holy crap. And that's yeah. another reason why um, in the late 2000s, uh, Sea Eagles couldn't do the back-to-back. They had a gun team. and They'd get injuries. And then that they, their season's fucked. Yeah, yeah. Melbourne Storm too. They had a gun roster. They'd get injuries the next yeah. year. And then they couldn't go back-to-back. It well, just that's why depth. That's like the Roosters. The, mm. I think they... They do well because they got a lot of depth, oh, and, fuck and they just don't pay their players like as much as they, yeah, like they, they probably want, like, yeah. and that, and I think everybody's happy with that because they're mm-hmm. like, well, I'd rather be winning, yeah, than getting paid heaps for and feeling bad because I'm playing for a shit team, yeah, like I'd rather be in a winning team and like be able to take a pay cut, yeah. To play with legends and fuck, not only to play with legends, yeah, but in the to system be a that's part supporting, of, yeah, 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 because yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody's doing it. Everyone's gone through the same stuff. Yep. But you win in the in the other because you get more sponsorship. Yeah, so and it's so almost you get more free stuff. Yeah, so in essence, like you get taking a pay cut to get better living conditions. Yeah. Or or like yeah, it's sort of if you break it down to like that. Yeah. Um, well, opportunities for your family, so living in one city over the other or something like that. Yeah, so. oh, and, and in a good part of the city with fucking um, good networking fucking um, communities. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, um, and yeah, and, and that's why Broncos could do that sort of shit as well because they built a good fucking culture there. Mm-hmm. And that's why when they had, you know, the good core players like Lockyer and Webke and... Um, those dudes, Langer, like they could string together a few finals within five years and win, you know, for a short amount of time, they've done really well. And like, it always sort of points to back, like as long as yeah. you've got, yeah, strong, That's it. Yeah. like five eight, or but half back. Yeah, yeah, but the forwards all, always, yeah. you, you can't have a shit forward pack. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, um, yeah, look at the buddy Paro and... Newcastle for many years. Sort yeah, of exactly, yeah. I was going to say Newcastle. Like with Joey Johns, that's what he needed. Yeah. And '97 he got a good forward pack, and 2001 he got a good forward pack, and like those were the years he won, and that's what uh, you can have the best fuck. And because he had fucking Robbie O'Davis, he had fucking um, Gidley, mm-hmm. he had fucking all these rep A-Bang players. In the, yeah, all these rep players in the back line. But he only had the chief. Um, yeah, but once he got like Simpson and fucking um, like Kennedy and dudes like that, they were fucking gun. They were, yeah. Like forward, forwards are fucking so important. Mm-hmm. And Steve Price is a good fucking, a good example oh, of hell that. Yeah. He went and pretty much built the Warriors. Yep. Uh, yeah. uh, that's hands down the only player that's gone to the Warriors and made a positive impact yeah. over a long period of time. Hoffman tried to do it, mm-hmm. didn't do it. Maloney tried to do it. Oh, Maloney was there for a bit, didn't do it. Yeah. As soon as Maloney leaves, he's a fucking gun. Um, Sean Johnson tried to stay there and do it for as long as he could. Yeah. And, 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 and some reason just couldn't motivate the rest of the team. Yeah. yeah. And in fact, probably started losing motivation himself because you're the only one yeah well he's doing pretty good at the bloody sharks oh fuck yeah yep yeah i don't think he's yeah thinking anything bad right now yeah actually i'll I'll take back that fucking steve price statement 
because there's Roger Tulvasashe, who's oh, the yeah. first Warriors player to ever win Dali M. Oh, right. So that's Shit. that's big. But Tulvasashe, I don't know. It's like, I feel for dude. Because, man, you are the best fullback in the game playing for the one of the most volatile teams in the game. Well, inconsistent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because, I don't know, I, I, I think the Warriors are too easy to get put off their game, bro. Because last year, or what they string, seven in a row, or something like that. Oh, really? To start the year. Like, when they start, they were, uh, they Warriors were coming first for like, or well, Warriors were in the top three for the first fucking seven weeks of last year. And, and once, once, everyone sort of works it out or whatever they can I don't know because they've got such an exciting brand of footy and they're solid cunts yeah. like they run lines hard they fucking it's just like those small fucking things that aren't coming together for some reason yeah Locked yeah up. just the um, yeah small things like, like lapses in defence mm-hmm. where you don't run back like yeah it's just stuff like that it's yep. just yeah or, or those keep it moving those things where um, fatigue comes in play and in, instead of when fatigue comes you're concentrating on the ball more yeah. you're concentrating on the defender and then you drop like because they're probably the highest number of drop balls in in the league mm. and I know Cowboys would be fucking would have been close there last year because we dropped a whole lot of fucking ball but like that that's the shit that's killing them and like the Eels too now that we've just seen the Eels there they could have had a massive fucking Season last year, massive. And then, um, like they even got a new stadium and shit. They were flogging Kunzis at their stadium. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it wasn't until they came to Brisbane. They came to Brisbane and played against Melbourne Storm and got flogged 52 to 6 at Suncorp Stadium. What, Magic Round? Magic Round. And oh, right. that was the beginning of their downfall. Yeah. Just choked in front of the big crowds. But, yeah, just a young team, I suppose, eh? But, um, yeah, everybody was here to watch the Storm. Oh, for and sure. And the Storm had a pretty big crowd. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, because yeah. you went to all, all, all days, eh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was a good weekend. I don't think I've. Oh, I might. I'd love to go the full three days this weekend. Uh, this year, but I'm sure the family won't want to. Oh, well, uh, we got the Saturday this year. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, on the Saturday, Rabbitohs are playing St. George. Uh, Roosters, I think, and Cowboys are playing Raiders. I want to say, I can't remember. But it's definitely the Saturday. We're getting the Saturday tickets. Is that the draw? Yeah. Yeah, there, there. So, yeah, Saturday, Cowboys Roosters. Oh, Cowboys Roosters, that's the one, yeah. Oh, man. I that's thought it was Rabbitohs Roosters. But, yeah, because um, Marion, um, yeah, Marion, we're off of the Saturday, Marion's uh, Rabbitohs. And obviously we got the win for that fucking round there too. So haggard daggards. Oh, the win in the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's crazy to see a Sydney team um, home game in Suncorp. Like fucking, 
Well, that's that's what it's supposed. Oh, except for the Titans are getting a home game there. Yeah, true, true. What the hell? But um, do you remember the double header? We still got it. Double header. Yeah, I think we still got a double header. Okay, yeah. so the first ever double header, um, me and Marion went to, and then second game was Bulldogs against Titans. All oh, right. And it was Bulldogs home game, and and in an instant or in fucking the space of ten minutes. The whole atmosphere fucking changes. The playlist, the music's different. Um, the 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 all the you know, obviously the lighting and the the um, sm- blue smoke and all of this shit. And it's oh, like right. They they have a different fucking. Cause you know how like with musicians, the pyrotechnics. Sort yeah, of yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. Like musicians, the reason why their tour bus is so big is because they've got all this lighting and smoke machines and yeah, their own yeah. DJs and fucking all this shit. So that's like bulldogs. Like they come, um, you know, want come to take over pretty much. You know, that's awesome. So that that's what I thought it was going to be like a magic round, yeah, but yeah. like obviously there's too many too many teams and there's just too much to organize for that to happen. But it's like it feels like such a different concept. But like it's it's like fucking um. You know how like uh, round robin, when you're a kid, like how fun those full days were. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like that shit, and and imagine being a kid at at a magic round day when when you're a young footy player, like that'd be one of the best days of your fucking year. Um, so yeah, like they, the the way that they've marketed the magic round is fucking yeah, pretty um, yeah, pretty smart, and especially for the inaugural one to go that well, um, was pretty good. There's a few things they're gonna ch- tweak this year, they reckon, but um, be good to see what it is like the live performance and shit. They're gonna put the stage somewhere else. Oh, right. closer I don't know where but it was we were we were in a pretty good spot because where we were sitting we just had to look a bit to the left and we were probably about I don't know 15 seats away from that where the performers were oh I didn't see that stuff hey yeah because you were on the opposite end eh? yeah yep 20 bucks I want to try and sit on this bit these pink bits but I'd probably end up getting that seat I like. I reckon these bits are the best. Oh yeah. Yeah, because where we used bags. last year, up here. Oh yeah. Yeah, because we were here. Four here. Oh, what are these? One of these sections. Yeah, because that's where the Cowboys um section was. But this year we're gonna um gonna cruise uh Rabideau section to oh the, right to the um borough and they're the early game yeah they're the first game section three oh wait That one. Yeah, shit. You can't beat Suncorp Stadium, eh? Like, 
been to CBOS, um, the old ANZ, um, Dairy Farmer Stadium, or 1300. Um, uh, yeah, and you can't, you can't, you can't replace that fucking atmosphere. Or just the venue itself, everything's pretty awesome. Yeah, but the way that it's built, the acoustics inside there, like the way that you're all, the way that you're all going up, it's sort of, you're bouncing off each other. Mm -hmm. So imagine the sound all bouncing and coming straight down onto the, into the players. Oh yeah. Like you'd be feeling that energy, like, especially screaming, screaming Queenslander and shit, like. Yeah, that's how they fucking get up after big knocks. Yeah. But uh, I'd, I'd say, um, well, because a couple of boys that work there too have been to Bankwest Stadium, and they reckon that is, um, that's pretty, the acoustics in there is crazy. And they were there for some of the early, sort of some of the first um, yield games there. All right. So like proper packed out. Yeah, because that is steep. I think that's the mo- That's the um, steepest legal staircase you'll ever have. <laughs> so yeah. So maximum seat, like, yeah. Yeah, they took <coughs> the fucking um, yeah. Because a lot of the people, oh, well, fellas at work, uh, most of them say, or well, the ones that have been to Suncorp, say that it's like they took the blueprint of that, or took the 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 fucking foundations of that. And just tweaked it into fucking being close. Legal, po- yeah, legal, most legal possible. Mm-hmm. Not as much seat, not as many seats. Yeah, but the You're fact that it's, yeah, yeah, the fa- and the acoustics in there, like that, that gives it more of that fucking. Because uh, you know, once you learn how sound bounces off each other, mm-hmm. that's how that place is built. And and well, the and nine, oh, it'd be good if the nines were there, test it out. Yeah, true, true. Something like that would be. Or yeah. like all um, the Pacific, you know, yeah, when yeah, um, yeah. State of Origins on, yep. they should have like um, the Pacific Nations play on the weekend there. I'm yeah. sure they will to so make better use of that because the body spent a lot of money on it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, remember the Anzac test? Yeah, yeah. So that's rep round. All right. Yeah. So that's when the Pacific tests start. Yeah, that's why uh, rep round is always. Um, yeah, well, there should be a body shield that goes around for, um, cause what in union they get, um, yeah, so we, that was what we did at the end of the year, Oceania Cup. No, no, for the, um, for the, all, all, all that, those specific, yeah, teams and that. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we play for, that's, um, so what's, so, so you play you know, to, um, that uh, was two different cups, bro, at the oh end of right. the year. Yeah, so that was the England, England's, oh, the Great Britain's uh, the summer Lions tour. tour. Yeah, Lions yeah. summer tour. Yeah. Uh, winter tour for them, sorry. Um, and we also had the, um, I don't know if it was Oceania or Pacific Cup. It was like the Pacific Cup. Um, yeah, Tonga won it. Yeah. All oh, right. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Yeah, because they won the most games out of um all of us that's why we played fiji well yeah you could only play two point get fucking um, yeah, four yeah. points out of it but um 
Yeah, Tom obviously did the best. Yeah, PNG did bloody bloody good, eh? Mm. Holy shit! Play, uh, beating the um, Lions. Tommy's. Yeah, yeah, very well. And and it wasn't um, it wasn't just one of those games where they stole it at the end or something like that, where it was like the the better team lost. It was like fucking PNG were outwitting them, and and especially in defense as well. Like, you could tell Widdop was getting so fucking frustrated there um, when they'd get in the opposition 20. Like, that gate was just shutting, and the desperation and the tackles um, was fucking crazy. But it was good to see in the women's as well, when the Pommies played um, PNG, there were some big shots put on by both women. Mm-hmm. One of Did the, the Orchids win as well? Um, no, I think they, no, did, uh, they no. didn't. No, Orchid's lost, yeah, no. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I don't think they've won a game yet. Yeah, no, they... they yeah, they lost that game. Um, but no, they won games in the nines. Yeah, but oh, not, not, not a yeah. test, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, not against Australia, England and Oh, them, no, so no. Yeah. Th- th- that'll Zealand. probably take a long while, that. Because Australia and New Zealand are at a total different fucking thing. So, yeah, with... Uh, a b- Speaking of the female game, so learning a bit more of, of how they actually make the NRL and shit, right? All right, yeah. So the Aussie chicks, you know how like um, Queensland um, uh, development squad or the, what's that squad? The, the squad that they play uh, in February. Fuck, why am I forgetting that word? Anyway, the 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 uh, the fucking big squ- the up and comers, the emerging squad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, just like that, they pick all the Jillaroos at the top, right? And that's where most of the funding is going to, high performance and all of that shit. Mm-hmm. And then they spread off into their clubs. And then they play club footy, while still going to um, high performance. You know, still still got. Still part of that um, squad. Yeah, yeah. And then they fucking... Um, yeah, and then the teams are obviously looking at local leagues. But by this, by now, two seasons in, they've already got a good core of girls that they can fucking fill the teams with and that are uh, able to negotiate contracts with now because they understand their game. They're not just developing them anymore. Um, so it's just a combination of all the different um, things, uh, um, things that they're doing that they actually. I don't know. Yeah. So the reason at the moment the the the, the thing that's holding them back from being paid full time is just like that that blue chip sponsorship, the fucking membership, the fucking buying their jerseys, the fucking. Revenue, the the tickets, the mm-hmm. fucking um people, and it's they need a lot of standalone shit. Yeah, because it's a fucking product. Yeah, yeah. And the origin, origin is gonna sell. Fuck, and the internet, the international games are fucking high level, very high level. Yeah, it's just when we got into the fucking WNRL, it got a little bit. Oh, NRLW. It got a little bit where you could see some players weren't professional at yeah. all. Um, 
Well, that, and that's the thing as well. So Third when you're in now, you're g- yeah, you're gonna yeah. have to put it into the players. We we actually we saw players go backwards. Yeah, you saw their like their fitness yeah drop from yep. last year to this year. Mm-hmm. Like maybe yeah something happened in the off season or something like that or yeah. um, or someone or someone's had a better off season and they've surpassed them. Yeah, because Stoddard was like the number one halfback in Australia. Mm-hmm. She didn't play for Australia this year. Um, she didn't have a good season this year. Um, yeah, like... Uh, so, yeah, like the... the, the It's just going to... It's obviously taking time mm-hmm. with building the, the brand and shit. So, like, people have to fucking be patient and shit. Like, um, they can't sit there and say, these girls need to get paid this. That's when they're going to start getting really good. Yeah. They have to get good first. And it's hard. To, it's always hard to pick a team because you can pick a team on any given day. Yep. But you never know how the player's going to play on the day. Yep, exactly. Mentally. They're in, yeah, they're all individuals. Yep. So. Yep. Oh, and together, yeah, true. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and you can tell, like, with Broncos, they're putting more money into the their women's side. They're actually, you know, able to fund that because they're all they're doing really well as a club. Yeah, yeah. So then their fucking club has won two years in a row. They're doing really well. Yeah. Well, if you're yeah able to get the girls to train more together, exactly. Because like no, because the the funding yeah is being able yeah. to give them a physio. Yeah. To give them a high performance trainer, to give them the um, nutritionist, mm-hmm. like they're the things. Like they're the they're the, and and like I was telling you before the show, like um, I watched a little bit of uh, I watched a bit of the Panthers, uh, preseason. Yep. So much of it now is about it's the nutrition isn't a one percenter anymore. Mm-hmm. Like these these dudes are getting taught how to cook. Um, really healthy meals like they're not just giving them pre-packaged food and saying just eat this do this um, go to the shopping center and buy this and only eat this and um, do that and then it's like well fuck I, c- I only know how to cook this so they're just proactive and like well we're going to teach you how to do that and it's mainly the younger players that they're doing it with yeah yeah um, but yeah like really fucking fine-tuning everything um, so that's the sort of thing that the, the women are going to sort of slowly get in, in yeah, the long yeah. term. Um, when they get the funding. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah, if the men's game is only just getting that stuff, then yeah, it's going to take time, but, that's it. but still it's just like, but um, they've got a platform, they've got yeah. something to sort of, well, basic nutrition like is like, yeah, you just got to think, um, few, it's, yeah, it's, which is unprocessed stuff like vegetables. You just got to chuck them, like roast them, I suppose, eh? Mm-hmm. Just like, um, yeah, sweet potato and pumpkin. And like that stuff is really good for when you're burning lots of energy. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just all carbs that's going to burn. Like, and it's all good for you. It's got heaps of vitamins and all that for um, recovery and yep. energy and stuff as well. So, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. that's just so easy to make and you can eat it like hot and cold or whatever. Yeah. So you can just like cook up a whole bunch of like sweet potato, pumpkin and like just root vegetables, beetroot yep. and all that sort of stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Have leftovers in the fridge and, and, and go. Just yeah. eat it any time. Yep. 
and on the go of, yeah, instead of snacking on like like crap yeah crap. yeah 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 well even nuts and stuff like you can get you can get sick of eating nuts all mm-hmm. the time so but yeah yeah i mean like like everything you have to have a fucking a balance and shit yeah but like when you get those nutrients as well like that that helps you fuel uh, mentally as well mm-hmm. um and and yeah because like just like just quickly speaking on the mental side of it like i just there's another um kid in the canterbury fucking system that took his own life um and that was only like four days after he said he'd had enough of rugby league and it's like they're not listening to him and shit right um yeah so like fucking um all of that like nutrients um fucking so you gotta really look at a holistic fucking thing when you're because all of those good players have got the mental side locked in that's what the difference is with them dudes like they've just got all of the mental side of it locked in oh to perform on the day yeah a hundred percent yeah it's off field that you gotta yeah it's fine-tuned yeah yeah and 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 um or and and the leadership off the field also helps with the people the younger players who haven't got that um sort of experience yet and you have to help them fucking sort of guide their nerves through the fucking situation high fucking impact high stress but um yeah like uh so like when once the women start getting this fucking fine tuning in their game and shit, then their skill level is gonna skyrocket, and and then they'll start being able to pull in the the, the sponsorship and all of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you do have the the few elite. Like, of course, if each country has the elite and the best players, but yeah, in the NRLW, it seems like the two teams in the grand final are the two teams that are going to be playing each other for, like, yeah. Well, it's good, it's good actually, that they've um, all mixed them up because, no, yeah, so the yeah. State of Origin teams, yeah, the, all the uh, international teams are all yep. mixed up throughout all of the them. But, yeah. but there was, I think, only one Orchids player in the NRLW. Center for Broncos. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, it's not that well mixed and yeah and so I they're still know, fine tuning i don't know if there's any pommies in the league either. yeah exactly so yeah there's still more yep that more we don't get outreach, to see yeah but, but the, that yeah. again back that's back to the funding yeah. because then that's even more of a cost that they have to bring in to, oh, to, to then get house start that then televise well, yeah. well if they just start televising like where the the major games and stuff are yeah. as well that's so. what they need to do they yeah. really it need it doesn't cost it much better. yeah it doesn't cost much these yeah. days yeah to start doing that stuff it's just mm. yeah it's more the broadcast license to, so getting on the back of the bloody the stations that are already in place yeah yeah like and and they also need a they need to market it a different way than the men's game because the the it, like totally different it wasn't until like um you know because we we always had there was always females in the game and shit um no i mean like when it comes to fans and stuff like that um and then like women in league round comes around and then bring in more more fans um and then the the pink round comes in and then you bring in more female fans um 
And that market is pretty big. That's that's well, massive. Yeah, at Suncorp, there's, a, there's heaps of women walking around, which is good. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then now it's you can add a, a female league to the element. Yeah. And, and you've already got all these uh, rugby league mad females that are hungry for this. So they're the people that you need to cater for because they're the ones that are going to feel represented. And they're the ones that are going to fucking want their... And, and these young girls looking up and shit. Yeah. Like well, the just seeing, that, seeing it as normal, really. Yeah. yeah. Like, like the sevens, the rugby sevens, those women are fucking leaps and bounds above rugby league fucking players. And yeah, yeah. Well, they've been at the professional the level for a, yeah. a long time. Like so once, yeah, once in the, the Olympics... international, yeah. Because, do you know, before the Olympics came in, they were exactly the same as our female players. Once the AIS was given all this funding for the Olympic rugby... Um, program mm-hmm. that's when they became fucking this, this oh, right. force Proper that they are and, stuff, yeah. and that's where we can see our rugby league women are going to go yeah and and they market them perfect well they're going to start getting the um the elite athletes to start going into their programs because um at the moment yeah the elite athletes go and do athletic stuff right yeah but yeah rugby league's able to um attract those people um, rugby unions able to attract those people. Yeah, so that's it. Like the, so the AFL, yeah, like definitely. Yeah, rugby sevens chicks, like a lot of them had a chance of either going to the Olympics for athletics, yeah, or rugby. Mm-hmm. Like these are proper fucking athletes, like supreme athletes and shit. Like Ella Green, you just look at her. Emma Sykes, like you look at these girls and they, they just they are fucking cut from that athlete fucking old Stone, fucking yeah. Caesar fucking palace fucking type shit. And the way that they play too, like they're, they're smart, they're fucking high contact, they, there's no fear, there's all of those things. And and you can see that when, when that funding was put in the right places, that's when that, all of that stuff happened. Yeah. And you they're getting paid. Those people, yeah. yeah. And they're getting paid good now. Yeah. So these girls are fucking um, uh, are at, on the cusp of that. They just need to keep working on it and they mm-hmm. don't need people in their ear saying you need to get paid the same as the men because that alone will cause fucking shit in yeah, their yeah. own heads. And and, and the, the, the Jillaroos, that's another good example. So you, The Jillaroos get paid exactly the same as the Socceroos now. True. And I'm all happy for that because... The Jillaroos are selling more tickets to their games than the Socceroos players are. Holy so shit. that's where the revenue is coming from. And so they deserve it. Yeah, they yeah. And if they sell more tickets, they deserve more money. Yeah, yeah. And if well, they, they do bring Origin as well. That, yeah. yeah, well, they need a separate Origin. Yep. But it should be like a, there should be an Origin Carnival sort of thing where it's where they're brought in where yeah. and and maybe even have like a Pacific test that night as well just to get more people in as well yeah because it's backwards in the in the women's league yeah so it's like all rep and then you're playing club yeah so it's like it's totally backwards yeah yeah and you're picking these girls off of last year or just they're in your squad if you do it the other way around you get these people like who have been um a long jump a long jumper for most of her life and then she comes runs on the wing and she scores 25 tries in the season. Like, 
you get those type of people. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and and yeah, it's gonna start attracting them. Yep. Too so, yeah, because the money's gonna start coming in so. for sure, and that's yeah. where it's at. Like building that brand. Yeah. Like and they've they've and got no one, a good fucking and they've got product. a lot of skilled like girls out there as well. So yep. Um. Yeah. Just gotta keep. Yeah. Just keep training them and mm-hmm. yeah, like Stuttard, she I think she just retired. Oh yeah. Um. So. Um, yeah, should be out there being able to coach, like keep putting yeah these ones in like coaching positions as well. Yep. So being oh. able to yeah mentor the people coming through. Yep. Like I also saw too like um Jenny Sue Hooper, the first female Delhi M winner, she's starting uh um. Oh, she's spearheading all all a part of the front line of a campaign to start a Cowboys female team. All oh, right. She's done big things for rugby league up there. Yeah, North Queensland. And um, yeah, so you know she'll be making her comeback playing for Cowboys. Hell yeah! The, the female getting their team in. Bloody oath. But back to like the NRLW when they split up the teams, when that when the um team started poaching players and shit like Braley went to St George, and shit like that. Um, so in the first year, Broncos played Roosters in the grand final. And that was the most rep players in those two teams. And then it seemed like like 11 players left the Broncos. Good player. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, um, Broncos did the smart thing and went and got, like, Kiwi Internationals and, like, really looked at, you know, because they've got that funding. They can really look for people. Mm-hmm. And then you noticed when the talent spread, even though Broncos won the grand final and they were, like, nine or 11 really good players that went and spread out between the other teams Broncos still fucking killed it and it was St. George that fucking did good this year Roosters did shit um, and the Warriors um, had, had a um, but it's four games you can't say someone did shit yeah they, you know they did average yeah um, well they didn't play to what you thought they the were the standard yeah. yeah I mean it should be win one lose you know oh win one maybe lose one win one and then it's just like um, on points or differentials. Um, but like, um, yeah, like when the talent spread between fucking Roosters and St. George, it didn't seem to gel as good as it still did at the Broncos. And I think it still goes back down to that funding of the... Well, the club culture, really. Yeah, but... Like, like the culture is also there, like for the Broncos, it's yep. a... Yeah, but um, that's that's serious. Like no, but they're yeah. able to teach that. Yeah, roosters have got a fucking awesome. You can't take away from the roosters culture. Yeah, but that's it's the best. That's one of the best in the fucking league. Yeah, but like it'd be a lot different to what they went through because the Broncos lost so many people. Yeah, that they would have had to go. Well, let's dial this right up. Yeah, I know, but we've um, got, yeah, we got you here for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We think that you're gonna be. But that's like so on the other yeah. hand. That's like that's like a fucking um. That's like a, a Golden State Warriors. Like, you know, you've recruited all these good players and you've added to your roster. You've now got a superstar player in your team like Braley. Um, this is this is it. Like, you've got the number one halfback. You've got fucking the number one second row in, Kezi yeah, Apps. Yeah. You got and they still couldn't do it, yeah. Yeah, and their fullback was the number one fullback in Australia as well. Like, they had a super team. They had this Golden State Warriors team and they still couldn't beat that yeah, fucking... Yeah. That, that, yeah. And because, bro, like, when you're um, 
And that's like the difference between Nudgy and Gokri Terrace and, and these sort of rugby schools. They're actually bringing sports psychologists in and talking to all of them and them because they've got the funding to do this shit. Mm-hmm. Where it's just not this one on one with the coach or this this coach just you know relaying messages through trainers and shit. They're bringing an outside voice in, and then they're able to afford to hire a professional athlete to come and talk to their players and shit. Yeah, um, so, yeah. yeah, and like Corey Parker being a part of the Broncos system, female system would help a lot too. Mm-hmm. Can't take away from that. Um, but like uh, other other professional males, are, uh, I can't remember who 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 who's helping the other other teams like in terms of ex NRL players. But like it's there, like the product's there, and it's exciting because it's fucking it's right on that edge. Um, and I'm excited for them because fucking that's all we've needed because this game is fucking everything fucking heaps it gave us heaps and it's such a big part of this country well queensland anyway yeah <laughs> the state yeah well it means a lot of money a lot of jobs yep yeah yep yep and if this third nrl team men's nrl team come into queensland that that's even yeah oh sorry fourth nrl team yeah fucking titans yeah i reckon dolphins should yeah get an NRL team or something. Yeah, because they've they've got the Leichhardt Oval type facility. Yeah, they got the train there as well now. So yeah, yeah. And they've got um, high performance around there. Like yeah, they've definitely got the facilities. Because yeah, the only other place would be building a stadium in Logan or somewhere, because mm-hmm. Logan have got, um, uh, like. Acreage, yeah, they got space rugby league for sports it. facility. Yeah, yeah. Broncos built a massive fucking rugby league HQ there. Oh, right. Like they're gonna churn out players from there, because there's been like Papali, Cameron Smith, Corey Norman, Thurston, um, Thurston, um, Gillette, um, yeah, Meninga, Wallace, oh, yeah, um. Uh, yeah, the list goes on. Fucking too many. Yeah, yeah. It's South Brizzy's definitely a uh, yeah rugby league hub. Yeah, a pool of legends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah. uh, friggin' McGregor's back in it, back yeah, in the winners' shit. circle. Good to see him back. Yeah. Good yeah. to see him positive and shit. Yeah, bloody yeah. eye. Yeah, he's looking. Yeah, quite healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Different attitude and yeah, shit. Good yeah, his ego's not like right. Yeah. And everything, so. Got knocked back down. But like, um, yeah, and he, 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 um, again, like he fucking talked the talk and he, he fucking proved it. Yeah, 40 seconds, man. Holy mm. fuck. And he showed Cowboy Cerrone that so much respect this time. Oh, yeah. Last time around was a bit different when they were lined up to fight. Um, but yeah, this time, polar opposite. Mm. You could definitely tell the, the fucking confidence was there, but he just showed so much more respect. Oh, shit, yeah. Mm. But I think that's what he knows that he needs now. Because he knows he's got the loyal fans. It's just winning everybody else back. Yeah. So he can actually get the fights. Yeah, yeah. Because Dana's probably just like, nah, your name's Mud. <laughs> 
Well, we'll also it, too, we'll like get it back. how how crazy is it? It, it? It's a testament to him because like, he's made that much money that he could just say he gives a fuck. Yeah, fuck it. I, I, I don't need to, but it's for him, and you can tell it's for him. Yeah, but not testament on. to Dana White too, because like yeah, anybody could take anything personal, but. He never takes anything personal. That oh, it's all business for that yeah, fella. Because he like, must oh, take so many flimsies. Yeah. Well, obviously business decisions and shit, but like yeah. he must snake so many people because so many fighters don't like him. Yeah. But like, that's it. You, you can... He's trying to build a brand and trying to build the sport, make well, it legitimate and put it right up there with boxing with all their paydays and stuff as well. Yep. Yeah. So it's going to take some time because boxing is just still yeah. so way ahead. But, but like, he's a billionaire. I think he's already built the quality yeah. into what MMA sh- like was pretty much always, but he just didn't couldn't find the balance. Now he's just found a really good balance. And there's a lot of other people still coexisting. In, like you got the Bellator, um, PFL, friggin' mm. um, 1FC. 1FC. Yeah. Uh, bare knuckle f- like there's yeah. it's never been as good like MMA has never been as good as when he actually took over yeah. um, the UFC because he's made it a legit bloody sport mm. but now everybody's seeing it for what it is well he's yeah he was way more exciting you know the pubs don't even show boxing anymore yeah that's crazy and he's been from UFC from the start don't know what nah he didn't not, no, not from the very start yeah nah. Yeah, because it was the two brothers, mm. and he was just the um, he was just the promoter dude. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. but yeah, so it was their money. He, that, yeah, 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 but it, no. So he, and then and then he bought in, and then so the reason why the brothers are gone is because they cashed out, bro. Yeah, they yeah. sold it to and WWE did, oh, right. to Zuffer. So Zuffer, that's why. Um, so Zuffer own UFC now. They own WWE. And that's why it's gotten so fucking. You can rise up the ranks for talking shit, um, because it's moving more towards that shit. Um, but once WWE came in, that's when it fucking skyrocketed because the money machine, the marketing machine that they already know, well, if came you over. even um, advertising it through letting people like um, Brock Lesnar come in and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh no, Brock um, Lesnar came in before that shit happened. That's prob- Brock Lesnar is probably like Conor McGregor. Yeah, yeah. Like he he is the reason why, probably the reason why Zuffer own the fucking UFC now, because he helped them see the money that was fucking there. Because Brock's first fight in the UFC was the highest grossing UFC fight ever, Hot, biggest fucking pay per view ever. And Zuffer must have saw that and like, fuck, there's a market there and waited until it, because I think it was only in 2016 that they bought it or 2017. And that's why those two, um, and, and Dana White's fucking share when Zuffer bought it out made him a billionaire. So those two brothers fucking owned more than that. So they're fucking cashed the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, well, we don't need to do this anymore. We're out. Yeah, yeah. And so um, so Dana White is no longer an owner of the UFC. He's just the president. So he's oh, on a right. salary. So he got a billion dollars. Oh, shit. A billion dollars for, for selling the company. 
and then gets put on this massive salary to be the fucking president. Mm. So he is laughing. Jeez. Yeah. And 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 um Yeah, so that's why he's just got that's why I think he's just like that cutthroat dude. Just he's he's been cashed out from the, the business. He knows how to make it work. Right, yeah. He yeah. helped get it up there. He's the reason why it got up there. So he's not gonna take shit from nobody. Like cutting Kunzi's for fucking nothing, like Cyborg was like, oh, um, you know, uh, if you don't let me fight at this weight, I'm just going to um, quit. And they're like, well, we're, not, we're just not going to renew your contract. And so she's at Bellator now. Like, that's the sort of shit. Like, she tried to negotiate for a bigger fucking um, fight, guarantee, uh, fight packet guarantee. And they're yeah, obviously not going to give it to her because her name's a little bit tarnished with fucking juicing and shit. You can't, she, she can't expect to have this fucking, um, because co- before Connor did that, he wasn't in trouble for nothing. Um, she can't expect to be like GSP because GSP was clean as fuck. She can't expect to be like Anderson Silva, you know, fighters like that. You know what one thing that GSP got done for? Vaseline in his back. Like during rounds, have you ever noticed how his trainer would always push his like um hold his back and always push his um hand on his chest oh, and okay. so, and then he'd take heaps of deep breaths and stuff he'd put vas on his fucking hand put it on his back push it on his chest and telling him to breathe and shit and just rubbing vaseline on his back do you know when you do the leg locks on the back yeah, and you just yeah. keep slipping off him yeah it's crazy all the tricks they tr- they did back in the day yeah yeah like, yeah it was like um corrupt as shit Cuts juicing and shit, fucking vaso, fucking. Yeah. Well, you knew, you knew Tito Ortiz and them were juicing, so. Frank yeah. Mir, fucking. Yeah, and back in the day, like, um, dudes like hitting a coke hit before a fight and shit, just to be fucking. You reckon Tank, Tank Abbott would be doing shit. that? <laughs> or, um. He'd be smashing a six pack and, <laughs> yeah. Chuck Liddell. Chuck Liddell, a couple of lines there. Yeah. Cruise in. Yeah. Oh, first yeah. one back. Yeah, 2020. 2020 twin. Yeah, yeah. shit. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. We fucking back. Back for another year. Gonna be a big one. Yeah, doing big things this year. Yeah, clear everything up, you know, 20 vision. 2020. Uh, you know, take the, take the show to a, to a new level this year. Yeah, consistency. Yeah. And start bringing in new dynamics and that. Um, yeah, so uh, keep a lookout. Um, obviously, on, on all your favorite platforms and, and where you listen to it right now. Yeah, shout out to Anchor. Shout Pretty out. Pretty awesome. Yeah, but yeah, share it with your friends. Tell us what you think. Hit us up. No, hit Alf up. Um, nah. Big dude underscore Ayla. Hey, why are you talking about yourself? <laughs> Nah, but um, yeah. yeah, shout out to Conor McGregor, um, yeah. Volkanovski, fucking Adesanya. Nah. They're all our mates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, um, Tonga, we didn't speak about that over the break. Fucking shout out to everyone that did big things between Christmas and New Year's. Um, shout out to uh, Nick Cannon for sending all those uh, 
diss tracks to Eminem and not getting one reply. <laughs> I've got to catch up on that. Um, shout out to Eminem for dropping out um, Mystery Album the other day, just out of nowhere. He's all. Um, yeah, shit. Big year this year. Ear to the beat. Be back. Catch up. <laughs>